Hello, everyone. Welcome to Better For You, a podcast where we look at legacy brands and their better for you competitors and decide if they are actually better for you. Uh, today, I'm joined by my co-host, Allie. Uh, and Allie, what are we talking about today? Today, we have an exciting podcast for you. We are cracking the case on which is better for you, chicken eggs or a new plant-based egg on the market, the Wonder Egg. So first, let's start with a brief history on the egg. The domestication of chickens is believed to have started in Southeast Asia around 6,000 years ago. Initially, chickens were raised for their meat and feathers. However, once people discovered the nutritional benefits of eggs, they began to breed chickens specifically for egg laying. Flash forward to today, and chicken eggs are now a staple food around the world. They are eaten in a variety of dishes from omelets to baked goods, or like today's point of discussion, hard boiled. In recent years, the effects of modern factory farming on the environment, animal welfare, and human health have become a concern. From the extensive use of fossil fuels in egg production and pollution, from manure, um, to the confined, dark living conditions of hens and the overuse of antibiotics, more sustainable options are being developed, such as plant-based eggs. While these options are undoubtedly better for the environment and animal welfare than factory farming methods, we're here to answer the question, are they better for you? Which brings us to our comparison product, the Wonder Egg. Jason, do you want to give a quick history on the Wonder Egg? I would love to. So what, we asked the question, what came first, the plant-based chicken? Or the plant-based egg? Well, for the company that makes Wonder Egg, company's called Crafty Counter. This was, it was actually the plant-based chicken that came first. So the founder of Crafty Counter, Hema Reddy, started the company in 2018 because uh, she found it difficult to find food that was convenient and that her family felt good eating. So she started making a, a blended chicken nugget, which is just some chicken and some plants. These were called Wonder Nuggets. Uh, that wasn't enough, though, for Hema. So she decided to make fully plant-based nuggets in 2020 uh, because she was disgusted with the conditions uh, that egg-laying chickens were kept. Um, so fast forward to 2022, Hema's really into this whole chicken replacement world, but she's really craving eggs in various forms. So she wanted to make a fully plant-based egg. And I want to make this clear. These are plant-based eggs there already are plant-based eggs that are like optimized for scrambling. But this is like a straight up hard boiled egg replacement, not scrambled. It's an actual composed hard boiled egg. So there's nothing like this on the market yet. Um, and it took about 18 months to develop it. Uh, they were born and they won the best new meat alternative award in 2022. Uh, and now they're available for purchase at Whole Foods, which is where we got these. So on, on the website for these eggs, for the Wonder Egg, Hema says that they have similar nutrition to, to uh, chicken eggs minus the cholesterol. So there's some purported benefits to eating them. Uh, so we'll, we'll check on if these, are, if these indeed do have similar nutrition. Um, but before we do that, mostly people care about taste, texture, uh, appearance, and smell. So why don't, we, why don't we talk about that first? For, we'll start with animal eggs and talk about appearance and smell. And animal eggs, spoiler alert, smell like eggs. Uh, they're, they're sulfury and eggy. Um, the plant eggs don't really, uh, don't really have that sulfury and eggy smell right off out of the box. Uh, the plant eggs are also a little more gray versus white, but no big deal. Otherwise, they look, they look pretty similar uh, to the plant-based ones. Uh, Allie, what did you think of the uh, plant-based 
and yeah. No, I agree completely with your points. I thought that the yolk had a really nice texture. It was sort of like a medium boiled yolk and not quite as dry and chalky as a hard boiled yolk. Um, and then the egg white was where the textures kind of devolved. Uh, the egg white in the plant-based egg kind of um, wasn't quite had having the same sort of mouthfeel. Uh, it kind of just dissolved in your mouth like jello, probably from the agar that's used uh-huh. um, versus having a little bit of chew, which is what we I noticed in the actual egg. Right. Uh, I also liked, though, that the plant-based egg did come with black salt to sprinkle on to the egg. And black salt has a kind of sulfury notes to it. So it really added to the eggy taste and really elevated the whole concept. Um, so compared to the real egg side by side, I felt like the white texture was not quite there, but the yolk texture actually was better in my opinion. I think just because I don't like hard boiled yolks. Um, but without the comparison, I think it would have been harder to distinguish that there were many differences in the plant-based versus the regular egg. Yeah, I I agree. I thought the white, um, the white was a little jelly-like and I like my egg whites to be more rubbery and, and give me give me some resistance uh, mm-hmm. to chewing it. Um, but the yolk for the for like a regular chicken egg is like somewhat unpleasant. I don't really love them. They're kind of dry and crumbly. But the yolk in the plant based egg was great. Uh, it was kind of like a kind of like a uh, deviled egg and really nice. And I agree with you. The the fact that they have the black salt uh, and their other whatever else is in there make it made it taste way more eggy. The the plant based egg. Um, so fair fair point. When they're not next to each other. It is it is harder to tell the difference, and usually you're not doing a side by side comparison in this case. That's I think that's even the case with plant based meats and all of that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're not doing side by side, and you're not like really trying to find the differences. They're really not apparent. Um, like when you compare two TVs at Best Buy, you may see a difference there at the store, but like there's no real difference when you take these things home. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think overall I I don't really prefer one over the other. So. Why don't we talk, can we talk about the price of these? Because that is a significant difference between these two. Yeah, so I do think that one area that the Wonder Egg has to improve on is its price. Right now, it's pretty cost prohibitive. We bought pre-hard-boiled real eggs and then the Wonder Eggs just to have a fair comparison. And the hard-boiled eggs came in a bag with six whole eggs for $4.19 or about 70 cents per egg. And the Wonder Egg came in a package with six egg halves at $8.29 per package or $2.76 per egg. So about $2 more per whole egg, which in my opinion is way too high if you were trying to substitute this into your daily life. Most people wouldn't be able to afford um, having this every week or something because it's just so expensive yeah it's like it's like four times the cost per egg mm-hmm. um it's it's pretty it's a pretty significant difference um and that i think that's a knock on a lot of plant-based uh, products is that they are way way more expensive yeah. um, but no no chickens were were harmed in the production that is true and say. they have a long way to go i mean chickens have been domesticated for thousands of years and plant-based eggs just came on the market so you know we'll give them a little bit of time to figure out the pricing issue right right okay so the the reason why people come to this esteemed podcast is to figure out if these things are better for you or not 
Um, so do you want to talk about uh, macros uh, for eggs? Yeah. So once we corrected for the serving size of the eggs, since they weren't the same initially, um, they ended up having roughly the same amount of calories. The Wonder Egg had slightly higher fat, but they had the same amount of saturated fat. Um, and the Wonder Egg had double the sodium as the regular egg, but it was still relatively low, sitting around 130 milligrams per serving. The Wonder Egg also had more carbohydrates, as you would imagine, since it's plant-based. And then the conventional egg um, had zero, obviously, because it's mostly protein and fat. So the Wonder Egg also had was able to pack in one gram of fiber per serving, whereas the conventional egg right. had zero. We because, like that. Um, Love fiber here. Exactly. So the but on contrary to that then the wonder egg had one gram of sugar per serving whereas mm. the conventional egg obviously had zero mm. i think where they differed the most was in the protein mm. where the wonder egg had half the grams of total protein than the conventional egg and then also the cholesterol obviously with the wonder egg being plant-based it had zero milligrams of cholesterol per serving whereas the conventional egg had about 175 milligrams got it I, okay, that's so those are some important distinctions. So why don't we go uh, and if everyone would like to join us on a deep dive into protein, protein quality, and then we'll talk about cholesterol uh, and the dietary and other impacts of, of that. So for, for protein, uh, there's, a, there's a difference in amount, which we've noted, but there's also a difference in protein quality that we're going to talk about a little bit right now. Um, you might have heard of complete and incomplete sources of protein before or heard that term thrown around protein quality. Um, before. We talk a lot about protein quality when we're comparing plant versus animal protein. So we want to discuss what that is. Usually quality um, is referring to the type of amino acids and amount of amino acids in a protein. Um, it asks the questions, does this protein, does a protein contain all of the amino acid my body needs in the right amount, in the appropriate concentration? Uh, to get this, we use something called a PDCAS score. Uh, that stands for protein digestibility corrected amino acid score. So it's just saying, do you have all the amino acids? Are there the right amount of them um, that uh, we need to create proteins for our body? So the highest score you can get is one, uh, indicating that, a pro that the protein has 100% or more of the amino acids you need. Um, and some examples of a PDCAS of one are egg whites, whey, casein. These are all animal proteins. Uh, and in the plant protein world, soy, soy protein is a PDCAS of one. Um, many or most plant proteins do not have a PDCAS of one. So everyone uh, will say, oh, no, it doesn't have, it doesn't, it's not a complete protein. Um, many times they're close or you'll just need to eat more of them. Um, where it also matters is on the pack itself. If you see something that says good source of protein, that's a term that's regulated by the FDA. Typically, it's like five grams of protein per serving. Uh, you get a good source designation. Um, but that's only if the PDCAS of the protein is one. If you use a plant protein that isn't soy, like pea protein, chickpea protein, almonds, whatever, um, you need to add more protein to get to a good source of protein designation. So like if you use a pea protein, which has a PDCAS of around 0.8, you would need 6.25 grams in your product to qualify for a good source of protein. 
Um, all of this is on the back of the pack that most people don't read, but if you're listening to the podcast, you might. Uh, so it's all it's all converted in the percent daily value on the back of pack. So if you see something that has like 50 grams, uh, or if you if it has five grams of protein per serving and 10% daily value, that's great. That's a PDKS of one. Uh, but if it has like seven grams of protein and a PD and a percent daily value of 10%, then it probably doesn't have a PDKS of one, and they had to add more to get it to that good source of protein designation. Um, in the case of, of Wonder Eggs, the protein they're using is coming from almonds and cashews. Uh, those have a PDKS of about 0.53 and 0.9, respectively. Now, we don't know how much comes from almonds. We don't know how much comes from, comes from cashews. Um, and uh, the Wonder Egg doesn't even put percent daily value on the package. So we're assuming that it does not have a very uh, large amount of good of the of the cashews. Uh, so it's a lower, it's the lower quality protein than uh, regular eggs. So while eggs do have more protein, they also have more complete protein. So in the, on the protein side, eggs are, are a clear winner. Um, now, cholesterol is another uh, thorny topic. And Ali, you want to want to explain more about that? Yeah. So one of the major nutritional differences between these two products is the presence of cholesterol in the chicken eggs versus the plant-based eggs. Sources of this makes sense because sources of dietary cholesterol are primarily found in animal-based products, um, but that's because it's an essential precursor for several bodily functions, including in humans. Our bodies actually use the cholesterol use cholesterol for hormone cell membrane and vitamin D synthesis, but our body can also make it endogenously, so it's not actually necessary for us to consume it through our diet. Cholesterol has definitely had its fair share of bad press throughout the past few decades. Many of you have probably heard that too much dietary cholesterol has been linked to increased risk of developing heart disease and other health problems. More recent research suggests that the link between dietary cholesterol and heart disease may not be this straightforward. Some studies have found that consuming foods high in cholesterol, like eggs and shellfish, do not does not appear to increase the risk of heart disease in most people and may even have health benefits such as improving blood sugar control and promoting satiety. It is becoming more clear that the impact of dietary cholesterol in our health may depend on a variety of factors such as genetics, lifestyle, and overall diet. But before you start eating cholesterol-rich foods like there's no tomorrow, let's talk about the real nutritional villain here, saturated fat. Many foods that are high in cholesterol also contain large amounts of saturated fat, which may be the real culprit for the association between dietary cholesterol and health. When we consume foods high in saturated fat, our liver produces more cholesterol, which leads to increased blood cholesterol levels that can negatively impact health. We also can't forget about the impacts of the diet on the gut microbiome. Some recent studies have also suggested that consuming a diet high in saturated fats and refined carbohydrates alters our gut microbiome to favor bacteria that increase the absorption of dietary cholesterol. So while chicken eggs are high in cholesterol, they're also a good source of protein, as Jason mentioned, vitamins and minerals while being relatively low in saturated fat. In fact, they have the same amount of saturated fat as the Wonder Egg. Therefore, for most healthy adults, eating one or two eggs per day is unlikely to significantly impact blood cholesterol levels. And based on current research that I mentioned, it's probably better to focus on keeping saturated fat intake to right. less than 10% of your total calories to keep your body feeling egg static. Oh. Oh, very, very nice. 
Um, okay, that was very interesting and definitely stuff I did not know about uh, dietary cholesterol. So thank you. Uh, thanks for all the, the deep dive there. Um, okay, so what's our what's our overall verdict on this? Plant-based eggs versus egg-based eggs. I would say I, in a way, I prefer the plant-based eggs. I think they're, they're more fun to eat, but they're a little too expensive. So I would probably go for um, or an egg-based egg and make the yolk into like a devil egg. That's that would be my the the way that I would approach this. Have have a you, Ali? Yeah, I think for the majority of people, um, that if you're trying to watch your cholesterol, maybe you want to go towards the plant based egg. But for the majority of people, the plant based egg I think is still superior nutritionally from a just protein quality standpoint, and also the cost prohibitive nature of the plant-based egg right now just makes it more kind of nutrition bang for your buck to get the regular egg versus the plant-based egg but from a sustainability aspect i would love to see this plant-based movement take off especially with this egg i thought the product was great it's off to a great start with the taste some work to do on the texture and maybe some protein quality but other than that i I think if they move in that direction, then I would 100% be on board with the plant-based egg from a nutritional perspective. Yeah, it's a it's a very cool concept. Um, it would also be neat if they maybe found some other sources of plant-based protein that are more complete, uh, so you can really feel good about all the protein that you're getting here. Um, but it's fun. I think the the concern with all these plant-based products is like, oh, what fun! A new plant-based a plant-based egg that looks like an egg. It's like a very novel product, and people buy it one time. Uh, and then they'll never go back to it uh, because they buy for the novelty because it's so it is so much more expensive. So I mean that's that's kind of how my how I would work. I want the I want the store brand regular egg. Um, maybe one day there'll be a store brand plant based egg, uh, but but for now I I'm sticking with the regular. But I think that if if anyone everyone can give these guys a get, give them a shot, uh, try the egg. Maybe we can help drive down costs and price uh, and uh, make a make an impact on uh, the sustainability. Uh, of the egg supply uh, in the world. Any other final final thoughts, Allie? Nope. Um, yeah, I was really impressed with this product overall. Um, yeah, I would definitely purchase it again just yeah. from the sustainability and animal welfare aspect. Definitely. Um, okay, so that's it for this uh, episode of Better For You. Join us next time when we will look at a brand of dried fruit snacks and dried fruit itself. Uh, and figure out if a brand, a packaged good of dried fruit is better than actual dried fruit. Um, so join us next time on Better for you, for you when we will discuss. See ya. Thanks for listening. Hey.